What's up, everyone? And thank you for checking out episode 72 of Raise the Geek. This week, we're diving into D23 and breaking down all the Disney, Marvel, and Lucasfilm news that dropped at the convention. So don't go anywhere, because I'm Chris, and as always, I'm here with my buddy Don. How we doing, man? Chris, what is up today, my friend? I am doing all right. Doing okay. Can't complain, as usual. Uh, just uh, once again, enjoying the weekend here, the tail end of the weekend. Football is starting, man. You're you got to be better than just okay. We've been sitting here on the red zone channel all day watching the Bears somehow win in the rain. Like it's got to be a better day. Aaron Rodgers has got zero fantasy points. Come on, yeah, it'd be better than okay. For those for those listening who aren't Chicago based, we are a Bears fan uh, podcast here, and the rare. As much as the public will have you believe, we are the the type of nerds who like comic books, video games, and football and sports. Sports, those, sports, sports. <laughs> those people do exist. I know they want. I know they want you to believe that you can't like all those things at the same time. But we are proof that you can. Um, Sometimes so yes, I do I'm, them at the same time. Exactly. I'll watch tonight. That's my like. I'll watch the Cowboys and the Buccaneers play tonight. But during the commercials, I'll be reading comics. <laughs> exactly, and waiting for, waiting to start House of Dragon. Yeah uh yeah so yeah i've uh definitely been enjoying some football glad it started 18 weeks of gloriousness but yes i'm okay how are you on this sunday i'm tired i had Mm. a long night trying to uh i was helping out a buddy filming a a movie trailer for a project he's working on so i was out in the middle of nowhere till about 1 30 in the morning and then had an hour drive to come home long day long day of acting slash filming slash everything else that he needed done so see when, when you were telling me about that you like tapped into a core memory of mine of like being young and staying up late and like staying awake until two three in the morning and that sounds like the worst kind of torture i could ever imagine now uh, <laughs> at this age but we used to do that kind of stuff all the time like ah, i don't give a shit the sun's coming up i'm going to bed get up at two o'clock uh, let's go get breakfast yeah uh, I can't imagine a life like that anymore. It sounds scary and dangerous and yes, something well, I'm could, not interested in. I can tell you, I don't like driving around at two in the morning. Ugh, like, it, that's sketchy as hell. I was driving down the highway at uh, like two o'clock in the morning. I was almost home. And all of a sudden I saw this car flying up behind me and I was like, whoa. Mm. So I kind of just got out of his way. And he, I mean, I was going 80 and this dude had to be going, I honestly, a hundred miles per hour. He went flying down the highway and I was like, oh shit. Okay, cool, man. You do you. And then like maybe five miles down the road, I saw that car in a ditch. Really? Yeah. I drove through pieces of that car. All of a sudden I see this car to the right that has its hazards on. So I'm being aware of that. And then all of a sudden I see pieces in the road. And then I look to my left and I see this little yellow sports car side, all screwed up, all scratched up. Like it just sideswiped something. And it was like halfway in the ditch and all its pieces were all over the highway. And I was like, man, that was a crazy scenario that just happened really quick. <laughs> that guy paid the price for speed. <laughs> you want to be yeah. a speedster. That's what's going to yeah. happen. I don't I don't trust other drivers even during the day. But yes, at night is even worse. Like, I don't like driving at night at all. Like, not a fan. Um don't trust people don't trust other drivers so glad you made it okay yeah well i definitely don't trust them to go 100 miles per hour like if i'm in a city and driving around and there's other people on the road it's one thing if you're the only car on the road you know you just go flying cool but even then i'm afraid of a deer but (laughs) like a deer will just come randomly in the middle of the road and i'll be like oh shit but uh (laughs) 
just the idea that we were on a city highway and yeah, it's two in the morning, but there were still cars on the road. Like there's people in your way and you don't know what they're going to do because you don't know their condition at two in the morning. So it's like someone sees you in their mirror flying up on them. They might try to move lanes. And if you're trying to move lanes, you're going too fast to like make that reaction unless you're Vin Diesel and his family, you know? Yeah, man. Just one of the many reasons why I enjoy staying at home and watching my nerd stories and my sports. I don't like to go anywhere. <laughs> and we have a lot of nerd stories because mm-hmm. this week we had D23 happen this weekend. Tons of announcements coming out of the Disney world. They were saving stuff from Comic-Con. Uh, I was going to say Jim Nance because I got football in my hand. But that's Jim Kevin Feige. Jim Kevin Feige. Nance. <laughs> I don't know where Tony Romo came out with his Wolverine and uh <laughs> yeah the whole, the whole CBS uh sports team they're they're now the X-Men um well we got a lot of announcements Kevin Feige was saying that they were saving a bunch of stuff for D23 did we get a bunch of stuff or did we just get uh random news announcements we're gonna find out here in a little bit but most likely you already know you just are here to listen to us talk about it just like we do every week. And so you don't miss out. You want to make sure you like, subscribe, and follow this podcast everywhere that you can and everywhere you like to. Hit us up with those five-star reviews. And if you want to join the conversation, you can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Raise the Geek or shoot us an email at RaiseTheGeek at gmail.com. A lot of words there. A lot of words, but you made it. And, And as always, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we want to start with day one announcements. Because we did get day one, I think it was Thursday or something, but Thursday or Friday, Thursday, Thursday or Friday, they decided they wanted to start talking about uh, the video games, which as far as I'm aware, the only announcement that came out of that Disney Marvel video game thing was that uh, Captain America and Black Panther are getting a World War II video game directed by Amy Hennon, which is the creative director behind the Uncharted series. Mm. So it was a very interesting, something I didn't see coming in any way. No, Black Panther, World War II era, Captain America video game. Yeah, that kind of caught everybody a little bit off guard. Uh, Wasn't expected, like you said. But after sitting with it for a minute, I'm kind of interested. I I did see further into it, and it's like a single player campaign game. And um, like you said, Black Panther and Captain America. At first, I was like, oh, cool, T'Challa and Cap. But no, it wouldn't make sense for this to be T'Challa if it's based in World War II. So it uh, it was said later in a later release that this would be um, T'Challa's grandfather as Black Panther. So that's kind of cool. And a young, like 19, 20-year-old Steve Rogers early in his Captain America career. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know, man. It being, it being from the same team that brings you Uncharted, which I had a lot of fun with that last game, uh, is interesting enough to me. I guess I'll kind of save my judgment for when we see a little bit more from the game, some like actual gameplay or a gameplay, more of a gameplay trailer. But uh, yeah, man, I'm interested. Why not? It's one of the things that bugs me about video games now is like they do these announcements of games like, hey, this game's coming out, but then they just show you a CG trailer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't care about that. They did the same thing. Ubisoft did a, a Assassin's Creed announcement. They announced like four Assassin's Creed games and they were all just movies. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I want to be excited about any of these games because you showed me nothing. So it's just kind of frustrating sometimes when you're just like, oh, you showed me this this trailer for this Captain America Black Panther game. Cool. But what kind of game is it? Like if I wouldn't have read this tweet or actually looked into it, my brain is thinking it's a first person shooter. 
Sure. You know, because World War II is always first-person shooter. They showed a gun in the thing, Captain America. I was very confused at what this game even was. And I think my initial tweet to you was, or text to you was, um, I don't care about World War II. <laughs> like, I'm tired of World is, War II video games. So the idea is because that, we've been so desensitized from Call of Duty World War II games that are shitty. <laughs> so that's why, probably why. Now I'm interested. Single-player campaign, being able to be these four characters. I really enjoyed a lot of what I played at Guardians of the Galaxy, which sounds somewhat similar. Um, mm-hmm. So with, like you said, Amy Henning, Uncharted vibes, this could be probably pretty cool. So I'm I'm down. I just want to see some gameplay. I want to know what I'm going to play as opposed to just telling me what the game is. Cause I'm, I, I don't know what this game is. Most definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm saving all judgment until we see gameplay. Like, have we even seen any gameplay from the suicide squad game yet? Or has it all been, it's all been whatever? trailers. Yeah. So it's like, it's a trend. Like you said, that is kind of a dissatisfying way to view a game. It's hard to, hard to know, but I am here for a superhero video game. They're, they're few and far between surprisingly. So. A high quality one I'm down for. I'm down for Um, some other quick announcements that happened kind of across the rest of the convention weekend or other announcements. They did announce an Assassin's Creed Netflix show, and it joins Horizon Zero Dawn as video game adaptations headed for Netflix to try and do a Resident Evil couldn't be Mm. successful. (laughs) Yeah. You down for an Assassin's Creed show? Did you ever watch the movie with uh, Michael Fassbender? I didn't. No, I actually existed. I forgot that existed until you just mentioned it. No, man, that's cool. That's a fun, that's a fun series. I know you've played a lot of those games, many more than me. Assassin's Creed 2 is the one that kind of sticks out to me the most as being super fun. And I just kind of fell off that series here and there. But um, yeah, man, I'm for it. That's a fun concept. Like who doesn't like that style, like stealthy video game and seeing if it, if it can be transformed to a show in a successful way i'm for watching it i like assassin's creed i it's the reason i bought a ps3 was to play assassin's creed the original assassin's creed on ps3 i bought it day one because i love prince of persia so i was i'm always here for assassin's creed i went to the theater to see the uh michael fassbender movie <laughs> it is the only time i ever watched it though i've been wanting to watch it again so might have to bone up on it before this show comes out and then during D23, when they switched over to Fox, Avatar showed up. So we're in full marketing push for Avatar The Way of Water, the sequel to the 2009 Avatar movie. Yeah. <laughs> 13 years later or whatever it is, um, comes out here this December, finally. Um, and I know they announced that Avatar 4 is about to start filming. They're already banking on, well, what happened to 3? When's 3 filming? They filmed 2 and 3 back to back. Oh, geez. So two comes out this year and three is supposed to come out in 2024. And then they're hoping four should be like 2026. And they're supposed to be doing like five of these damn things. So um, supposedly they showed a lot of footage. They talked about um, they showed like 10 minutes worth of 3D footage to like the audience that was there. None of this has been released. Um, And then they talked about like a lot of the story element of just being about the family that Jake and girl avatar. um, I don't remember her name. Off the top of my head. Let's just call her Girl Avatar. Girl Avatar. Um, yeah, Jake Sully and Girl Avatar made a uh, a family. Their family consists somehow of a, a child that is Sigourney Weaver, um, which I didn't fully understand. I'll have to see it in action to know. But ultimately, you going to see Avatar Way of Water in December? <laughs> nah, still don't care. Well, one, they didn't show me nothing, anything here. Yeah. Like yeah. they only showed they only showed something to 
the audience in attendance, which we talked about and we get. But um, I don't know. I kind of still feel the same. I, I've, I've only seen the original Avatar movie like once. It's not in my mind as something like that is a must see, have to go be a, be a part of this for Avatar 2. Uh, and that hasn't changed yet until I don't know if it will maybe in another trailer or whatever, but I'm just okay, cool avatar. Well, now so, we have the we have this thing too, where in the back of our heads, we're thinking this will be on Disney plus in 40 days. Right. Do I need to go to the show to see this or can I just wait and watch it on my 70 inch 4k TV here? Even 90 days. I'm like, okay, three months. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you know, It's like, uh, it is a different world. And like I said, I just don't see it performing the way that they're going to expect it to no i don't care about avatar yeah i know so <laughs> i'm sure we'll talk about it here come december we'll talk about avatar 2 on raise the geek when we get possible when we get possible. into that hype we'll be here like the next week but i think it's time to talk about the big day of d23 where we talk about star wars lucasfilm and marvel studios but before we do we want you to know that this episode of raise the geek is sponsored by anchor.fm so D23 Day 2 kicked off with Star Wars slash Lucasfilm making some announcements. And to me, I think one of the bigger announcements was we got a trailer for Mandalorian Season 3 set to come out sometime in 2023. Mm. What do you think about this trailer, Don? You all pumped up for some uh, more Mando and Grogu action? Grogu! Grogu! Baby Yoda! Grogu! This is, like we've said, has become the broad shoulders that star wars is being carried by the mandalorian <laughs> it's crazy isn't it no <laughs> who saw that coming over the like when this show first got announced that this would be what was carried the entire star wars franchise um yeah man i thought this trailer was kind of par for the course for mandalorian nothing crazy kind of continuing their adventure as a pack of two like more lone wolf and cub looks you know um mm -hmm. kind of like that so if you've enjoyed season one and season two of mandalorian i'm sure this will be right up your alley to me um we've talked about it here and there but i think the show's fun it's not groundbreaking there's nothing crazy about it to me that it like reinvents the wheel or anything but i find it enjoyable enough to be like oh yeah i'm down for a season three of this or um if you wanted to say that you know that last half of boba fett wasn't season three it kind of was we've been through that though but yeah I'm, I'm i'm here for a little more adventure from them um i don't know it just kind of looks like it's progressing the story and some more bo-katan and moff gideon and uh whoever carl weathers character is i can't remember his name but everybody all your friends are back for more of an adventure and <laughs> all your friends uh, are back Amy Sedaris and everybody's back. It looks like for another romp through the stars. So I'm, I'm, I'm all for season three Mandalorian. How about you? Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, I don't even really like the show, but I'm still down for it. Like I'm still <laughs> excited for it. <laughs> like I, I watch it and I go, that was fine. And like, I'm entertained by it and I've, I've grown to like it a lot more than I definitely started off to it. Um, but yeah, I'm down for more. The only thing that really kind of upset me about me with about it, the trailer was just that idea that like I said, they really expected you to watch Boba Fett. Like mm. if you had no interest in Boba Fett and you're just straight up Mandalorian because you just want to watch Grogu and you see this trailer and you're just like, well, when did he get Grogu back? <laughs> yeah. That's, you watch Boba I, think, Fett. I think that's the thing we, if you go back and listen to our episode where we, where we kind of did a review on the, on the series first season of Boba Fett, we mentioned that saying 
this has a this has a lot of like consequence on the Mandalorian series, doesn't it? And for those for those who there's people out there who are watching Mandalorian for Grogu. Like they have the toy, they have his merchandise, little kid loves seeing baby Yoda, and they just want to the family wants to sit around the TV and watch Mandalorian together as a family. They didn't watch Boba Fett. They don't know they don't know, but a lot of stuff happened there in that show that affects this. So yes, very confusing for if you only if you didn't watch Boba Fett and you ended at Mandalorian season two, you're gonna go into season three and be like, What? When did they get back? I thought he was with I thought he was with Luke. I thought he was whatever. I you know what I mean? Uh so yeah, that's that's a little weird, a little strange. One hundred percent weird. But um, outside of that, yeah, looks great. I'm down. You throw Katie Sackhoff in something, I'm usually down. And then, like I said, everything else, yeah, looked like a good time. I'm down yeah, for some more Mando, Mando hijinks. It will be fun. Um, then they showed the final Andor trailer, set to hit Disney Plus. They're doing a three episode premiere on uh, September 21st. So just here in a couple weeks, which I'm sure we'll be here talking about it when we check it out. But are you excited for this show yet, Don? You know what? This trailer actually interested me, um, like leveled up my interest a little more than it was before. Uh, I don't know if it was just the way this trailer was cut and like it seemed just felt different. Mm-hmm. It felt more it felt more like a Star Wars thriller. You know what I mean? Like just something different um, than what I was expecting. You know, you had your uh, Forrest Whitaker in there and and uh, what's that other guy? The uh, uh, why can't I think of his name? <laughs> the he's got two sons who also act. You know who I'm talking about? Do you not? Okay. The, well, was he in the first Thor? Yes. What's his name? Uh, it's like Swedish. Yes, Swedish. I keep talking. I'll look. Okay. Up. But anyway, yes. Um, Helen Skarsgård. Kellen Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Right. Correct. Good lord, I couldn't think of that. But um, yeah, he's all over the trailer, and like I said, Forrest Whitaker and the 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 main actor from Andor. So yeah, it looks really fun, man. I I don't I don't. I wasn't expecting it me to be this interested in Andor, but at this moment, I kind of am. Um, I think I'm going to have to probably watch Rogue One again before. Uh, I've only seen it once, and I'd like to kind of revisit and reacclimate myself with that world. But yeah, man, um, I don't know. Surprised, pleasantly surprised by that trailer. I thought it was fun. What'd you think? Yeah, I like the spy aspect. I enjoyed Rogue One. Like I said, I only watched it in theaters. I need to watch it again as well. I had to look up the timeline of the show. I was very confused because I didn't realize the main character that the show is named after Cassie and Andor didn't know until today when I was preparing for this podcast that he was in Rogue One. Oh, yeah. For so, sure. like, I didn't realize he was the main character in Rogue One. So, like, you may have I didn't to know where as well. the what? You may have to rewatch Rogue One yeah, as well. No, I think I 100% need to. Once I read this <laughs> preparing for this podcast, then I was like, wait, he was in Rogue One? Okay, yeah, I need to watch this movie. But I was tr- I was curious at the timeline because that was been my biggest, for me, it was my biggest struggle point with watching the trailer for the show because I didn't know who these people were. So I'm like, I know we're, I know it has something to do with the Rogue One. I knew Forrest Whitaker was in it. So I'm like, okay, something to do with that. But where does that timeline fit and what are we doing? So yeah, this one takes place after episode three, Revenge of the Sith, but before Rogue One. So it's kind of like kind of what these characters, who they are and what they're doing and kind of giving you more time with them. So it's a prequel to a prequel. <laughs> prequel crazy. Yeah. Star Wars loves their prequels. So it's another one. Um, but no, this looked fun. It was all spies. Like I said, I enjoyed Rogue One because it had a different vibe. And this one seems to have a different 
uh, vibe and everybody seems to be pumped for it. And it's fun to see a Disney property or a Disney show, not just covered in hate for whatever reason. So I'm kind of down. My hype is high. Yeah, me too, man. It feels, it feels, it looks feel, it feels different than like other Star Wars projects. I don't know if that makes sense. And that was kind of the the hype going into Rogue One when that was released. Like, oh, this feels different. This looks yeah. different. There's not screen wipes in this one. It's 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 kind of a different. It has a different feel. So that's what the show feels like. So I'm I'm gonna give it its fair chance, most definitely. Absolutely, I am pumped for it. Uh, now, for Star Wars, they did announce some, talked about a lot of animation shows, some Clone Wars, Young Jedi. Um, Don and I have said many times on the show, we don't know what any of that means. So <laughs> we don't. Um, we really right, couldn't guys. talk. It, the trailers looked cool, um, but there's a chance I probably won't watch it. So um, if you have any thoughts on that, hit us up on uh, Raise the Geek on Twitter and let us know what you think about those shows or if we're missing out and where we should watch or what we should start on. And we could see about looking into that, but we are going to move on to Lucasfilm because uh, Indiana Jones five Harrison Ford himself came out and said, this is the last time I'm doing it. <laughs> this is the last time I'm going to fall down for you fucks or some shit. Like something said, like that. Something like that. Um, but I did see that clip. I don't know if you saw it on Twitter of him, like getting all teary eyed in front of the crowd watching it that was a you know a moment like clutch clutch a chest moment felt good because uh, you can tell he cares about the series so hopefully this indiana jones 5 delivers because what i remember about the last one was pretty rough uh you didn't like it? shia labeouf swinging from trees with monkeys i did not <laughs> <laughs> the uh something of the crystal skull kingdom of the crystal skull or something like that yeah it definitely could have that could have been better i thought but um yeah, I don't know. It's just nostalgia. It's going to be one of those nostalgia um, kind of feel-good kind of movies. Harrison Ford coming back to try it again. Do you hear uh, that so story of Harrison Ford, tell, what he told Chris Pratt? Oh, yeah, he kind of threatened him, being like, you can't be Indiana Jones. Like, Yeah, it's, when I'm done, he's it's done. done. Yeah. <laughs> and Chris Pratt was like, okay. <laughs> yes, sir, Mr. Ford. It's kind of amazing. I really hope it, it falls in line with like, back to the future you know where robert zemeckis is like they're never remaking that as long as i'm alive right like, i hope the yeah. indiana jones needs to fall in that camp as well of just kind of let it be what it's going to be i don't think i need to see anybody else be indiana jones no and the less chris pratt the better <laughs> I, I said it he's got enough stuff coming out we don't need we don't need more um yeah. but yeah I'm, I'm i'm pumped i would i would love to see the footage and see what they're going to actually do i'm sure they're going they learned a lot they do have a different director so they do have a little bit different i know steven spielberg and george lucas both had a lot to do with this film but neither one is directing and i don't even think george lucas wrote it but i could be wrong on that so yeah down yeah, i'm down. down we're both down down was the sleeper surprise of the Lucasfilm show and really like honestly for me I think day two the Willow trailer <laughs> Willow like I watched that second trailer for Willow and I was blown away like I don't know that looked like so much fun to me now I love Willow like I don't watch it it's not like I watch it all the time but I've, I, I love that movie but that show looked surprisingly good fun. Yeah, like it looked, it looked really, yeah, it looked really good. It looked just fun. It looked like what I wanted Lord of the Rings to be. Yeah. You know, like we got all these fantasy shows and I wanted to have that fun kind of just fantasy romp. And that's what this show looks like, man. It looked like a good time. 
definitely i agree and Willow again is another nostalgic you know gem from our childhoods but um yeah this fantasy renaissance hey man make room for willow there's room for willow in there too apparently because the that trailer looked great now i know with trailers they can be deceiving so i'm not going to save judgment to watch it and see but just based on the trailer man it looked like a lot of fun spots in there uh some action some cool magic some you know you got you got what's his name warwick warwick, warwick davis warwick davis returning to the role after all these years who doesn't think that's amazing um Christian Slater was announced to be part of this. I didn't see him anywhere in the trailer, but, you know, apparently he's going to pop up in this. So that's great, too. Um, no, that's great. Yeah, that's greater <laughs> than great. Christian Slater. Come on, Jesus. Uh, so, yeah, I'm all I'm down for Willow as well. Yeah, there is no doubt I'm not watching this show. Like, I, I watched that trailer and I was like, yeah, day one. Like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm here for this. Um, I'm pumped up. I need to go rewatch the movie again just to watch it again. Definitely. Um, like I, this honestly was walking through all the announcements. I know we're about to get to the Marvel studio stuff, but like this, I don't know, this just was kind of the surprise. I wasn't expecting it. And I wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much as I did. And it just looked like a good time. So yeah, Willow, we'll be here talking about that in a future episode. Expect to hear an, an episode or two from us about Willow. I guarantee it. Yeah. hundred percent. Let's switch to Marvel studios. That's what our that's bread what and people- butter our bread and butter and what everyone's probably going finally guys get to get it to Mar- get to marvel because you know what they were supposed to announce the fantastic forecast and i was waiting to hear what the raised geek guys had to say about the fantastic forecast announcement and we are here to tell you that they didn't do it <laughs> if you didn't know already yeah. that, that cast is still unknown to us the public um that i died i, think, I died me- i died laughing to me, at the, this point, it's funny now that that's that they still haven't announced it. Like they announced that movie last year at like either Comic Con at San Diego or Disney Day, and then a year later, we still have no cast, still have nothing, nothing for it. It's been they haven't even announced the director. Right. the The rumor is there that it's the director of Wandavision, but I don't yeah. know if that has been confirmed or not. Um. But yeah, no cast, no nothing. And that's what everyone was so convinced was going to be the the showpiece of this. <laughs> convinced. <laughs> convinced. We were talking about it before we went on the show. All the people were tweeting out, this is the last night we have to go to bed without knowing the cast. And what was the other one you said? Like, it was like a picture I saw of like the Fox cast, like that old <laughs> shitty Fox cast with like whatever. And uh, Michael B. Jordan Michael cast. Michael or yeah, even the chickless in like, this is the last time you have to look at these fucks as Fantastic Four. We're gonna have a new, yeah. Um, no, it didn't happen, man. It's like the ultimate troll at yeah. this point from Kevin Feige. Like he knows who it is, but they're just not ready to do it yet, and we don't know why. There's, I'm sure there's a reason why. Maybe they want to reveal it on their own time. Maybe it's gonna be revealed in a show or in a movie before they, you know what I mean. But um, yeah. yeah, man, it's totally it's it's pretty funny that people are just like, "What? No Fantastic Forecast? What are you doing?" I saw all that hype, and I immediately was just like, "Man, I really it's gonna be so funny if they don't announce it." And all of a sudden, they were just like, "All right, that's everything for Marvel. We're on to Avatar," and I just. I started laughing so hard. I was like, oh, my God, people are going to just implode. When I realized it was I was following along with, I don't know, somebody on Twitter and they they put up before the Marvel stuff came up. They're like, and next up, we have the Marvels, which will be the last Mm -hmm. portion of the Marvel show. And I was like, 
oh my god <laughs> no fantastic four people's heads are gonna explode um but yeah no. i mean we'll figure it out on in in their time on their timeline he's not gonna give in to public pressure or anything so uh guess we're still in wait and see mode i i mean i really don't care who they cast like mm-hmm. most likely they're gonna cast people that i don't know at least some yeah because all of the rumored castings that I've seen for this movie, I don't know who any of them are. Outside of the fan casting of the John Krasinski, Emily Blunt one, I don't know who. I mean, they, J- Jason Segel being the thing is about the only one that I am um, would know. But everywhere else, I don't see. And honestly, a lot of the people that I see, to me, look too young to be those characters. Um, that was my problem with the Fox, the last Fantastic Four one, is that they played them as genius teenagers who are just super smart and doing stuff. I'm like, no, that's not the fantastic four. The fantastic four are older. Like Reed Richards is always kind of like that father figure, older character to kind of lead the way into kind of, he's just always seems like he's an older character. So playing him as a teenager or younger, I always feel like John Krasinski worked until I saw Dr. Strange, but he (laughs) always worked in that idea because I felt he was the right age being that little bit older and wiser and experienced to then lead what they need to lead. That's my opinion. They'll they'll prove me wrong and I'll be fine. I'll be happy to walk it back, but um, that's what I think. So like I said, I don't think I'm going to most likely my response to whenever they announce this cast and be like, who? Yeah, I agree with you too. Uh, Reed Richards does seem like he should be played as an older type character and i understand their reasoning for maybe want to go skew younger because you want to get three four five six movies out of this cast yeah but um i feel like it would have been different if they would have had the rights to the fantastic four all along and you could have made a fantastic four movie in phase one or phase two and then you know you could have had them the same age as tony stark and chris evans and and mark ruffalo like of reed richards in that same era but you know, it's worked out that they didn't. And now this is their first opportunity to do a Fantastic Four movie. It will seem weird if they kind of have a cast, a young cast, but I don't know. I'm, I'm with everybody else where I'm just still waiting to see what they're going to do. Um, well, a lot of that depends on what they're going to do with that movie, because I, and realistically, I don't want it in any way, but are they going to do an origin movie? Right. Like, I don't want an origin Fantastic Four movie. I want them to be established already, which is why I'm thinking them being older. But if they're going to go back and be like, this is how they got their powers and this is what they're doing and they're going to retell that origin for the third time, then I see why they would want to go younger because they would be younger in that situation. So it's it's hard to know. It's obviously all a question mark and they're going to keep trolling until they tell us. Most definitely. But it was hilarious and I enjoyed that. Um, <laughs> it made me chuckle. But outside of, I mean, overall, the I think the Marvel Studios kind of announcements were a little lackluster. Like for the level of hype that was going into this and the rumors that were circulating around for what we were going to get, and we got none of it. Mm-hmm. Did any rumors actually come true? Well, if you're looking at the... There was a heavily publicized rumor out there of a lot of casting rumors. Yeah. And none, none of those things happened. Yes. Um, yeah, you're right. You're right. So I'll give you that. None of the, the casting rumors, like everyone had this big imagination scenario in their head where we're going to bring out, you know, fill in the blank here. And none of that happened. We didn't get introduced to any really new 
brand new to the MCU actor characters. And if we did, they were kind of more small scale, nothing huge, like internet breaking, like people imagined. Yeah. But that's what always happens, man. People always just get ahead of themselves and want to imagine these big scenarios and things, and they're going to drop bomb after bomb after bomb. Like, no, maybe they won't. Maybe they maybe they don't have bomb after bomb after bomb this time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I definitely agree with you that this year's Disney Day was on a smaller scale than last year. Last year, we got a lot of new show announcements like Agatha and, and Echo and all these things we'd never heard of before. And this year was more kind of like, well, we've already told you about this, but we got a little more information on it. Or we already told you about this. And here's the first trailer for it. Nothing like you've never heard of this. Here it is. Like that wasn't the way they attacked um, the Marvel presentation this year. So, yes, I totally see what you're saying. It was a little less. Well, let's let's talk about what they did show because Mm -hmm. they did show some cool stuff. And I'm not going to say that they didn't have they didn't bring something to this thing. Uh, The first thing that I want to talk about is they did the secret invasion trailer. Now, this is a show we were aware about already. They've already talked about Samuel Jackson being in this reprising Nick Fury being the lead for this show. And we got a first trailer for it. And man, this trailer looked damn good, man. These six episodes of just spy. Like, I know nothing about secret invasion. Um, and I don't know if I want to. Part of me just wants to go into this. I struggle with trying to remember what the hell Nick Fury's doing or anything that's happening with the Kree or what's going on with that like corner of the MCU. But this looked fun, man. Definitely did. This is like six episodes, you said, is what it's yeah, going to be? That's what I think I saw. Okay. Uh, Secret Invasion, well-known for the most part, comic story featuring... I'm aware of the story. Yeah. I've just never read it. Yeah. It's a... Uh, and I'm sure not many have. It's like I I really haven't either. I'm just aware of its place in Marvel. Um, it has a lot to do with the scrolls and the scrolls, as we know. And you can even kind of get a little bit of a idea from it. From if you watch Captain Marvel, is like they're basically like body snatchers, shapeshifters, impersonators. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that's kind of kind of going to be the basis for this show. Um, I'm happy to see Nick Fury, Samuel L. Jackson, kind of get a vehicle of his own. Yeah, a little bit because he's always been a guy, a supporting guy through however many, you know, times we've seen him. But to see him actually featured as like he's the main, you know, dude, he's the dude. Yeah. For change is fun. Um, I mean, with Sam Jackson, you're never going to break the mold in any way, but he always just brings a level of fun and he always has even to, to you know, Nick Fury every time he pops up, it's always just a it's man it's a good time it's like a nice little roller coaster sam jackson roller coaster so this will be actually be fun i i'm with you it looks it looks interesting um i like the feel of it it's, it kind of feels like a winter soldier type yeah thriller spy thriller spy thriller like tense the tenseness of it kind of reminds me more of winter soldier than anything has recently yeah uh, you know we got What's her name? Amelia Clark finally showing up in the MCU, which is great. Um, so this Smothers was back. Definitely. Kobe Smothers was back and uh, a few others. So, yeah, this should be it should be fun. I, I it's, it's the next Marvel show here up after She-Hulk. It's going to take a little while to get there, but I'm excited for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. One of something that we are going to get a little bit faster is we did get the trailer and the kind of the announcement that on October 7th, we're going to get the movie Werewolf by Night from the MCU, which once again, this caught my eye because this is like genre 
all over the place. It's black and white, old school, almost like monster movie mayhem, where it looked like you had this group of people that were just like all shapeshifters here. I actually brought up the plot. Let me bring up the plot. So it follows a lycanthrope superhero. So I guess a werewolf superhero who fights crime using the abilities given to him by a curse brought on by his bloodline. And it seemed like some type of thing where they had all of these like shapeshifters that needed to survive the night in some kind of weird, brutal underground monster fight club is what this movie looked like. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, but I'm yeah, a movie coming on September, October 7th, watch a Halloween movie. I'm down, man. This, this looked like a, this looked like a good time. Watch this trailer a couple times. I know nothing once again about it. Um, mm-hmm. I never went into the supernatural corner of the MCU too often outside of, you know, dabbling with blade from here or there and a little bit of black Knight when he was part of the heroes for hire. But outside of that, like, didn't really focus too hard into that. So, I mean, this is all kind of new for me, but yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. <clears throat> me too. I think this is really cool. It looks really great, man. It's i uh, I'm not even sure if it's a movie. I think it might just be, they're calling it a special. So what, what that, oh, who yeah. knows what that means? That could be 30 minutes, an hour, hour and a half, yeah. two hours, who knows? Um, but yeah, dropping on October 7th in time for Halloween kind of so people can watch it. Cause as you can tell, it's, dealing with the supernatural corner of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, what I like the most is it just feels like Marvel is taking a risk and a chance with that. Um, it's kind of something they haven't done. Like you, you could tell just by watching the trailer, they're going for like retro um, Hollywood horror, like classic Hollywood horror, like Dracula, werewolf, the mummy, Frankenstein style storytelling mm-hmm. uh, in the way it's shot and the way it's told, just the way the trailer is cut. Um, werewolf by night is a, you know, exist a comic that exists and um, tells the story of the werewolf is a character in the MCU. He exists as a anti-hero i i think and and interestingly enough like moon knight that was the first place moon knight ever showed up so um there's been a lot of chatter out there is like oh is moon knight gonna show up in this will he will he have a guest cameo we saw the man thing in this trailer and um elsa bloodstone which i'm not too familiar with her but you know there's gonna be some characters from the comics in there and it it should be pretty fun man i i like the i like the feel of the trailer like the way it looks um and like I said, my biggest thing is that it's just kind of Marvel taking a chance and doing something different, like kind of reinventing the way they want to tell a story. And I like that, that it's not just going to be so cookie cutter, like everything else they're doing, do yeah, something yeah. different. If it doesn't work, at least you went out there and took a chance and took a risk. So I'm definitely going to be watching. Oh, 100 percent. October 7th, I'll be there. Halloween, spooky season. I'm down for any kind of. I mean, I'm going to sit there and probably watch Hocus Pocus 2 around the same time just because it'll be there on my TV. So why not? Hey man, October, October 1st to October 31st. That's when we get all our spooky stuff in. It's it's love a great it. I love it. Watching stuff again every year. We have all of our lists of things that you have to watch everywhere. Maybe Werewolf by Night can make it on that list where we need to watch it every Halloween. There we go. Uh, they did. Now, one of the worst kept... Well, I guess it really wasn't a secret, but they did do... The Thunderbolts was announced as a movie part of phase five coming out of the MCU, and they saved the roster for the Thunderbolts. Now, the Thunderbolts are kind of like a Suicide Squad type group of ragtag villains in quotation marks. Mm -hmm. Um, 
that we've been putting together. There've been a lot of rumors of who the Thunderbolts are and what they're doing. We recently talked about them when we were talking about She-Hulk episode two, when we were, everyone was thinking that uh, what's his face was uh, abomination was part of the Thunderbolts. And then it turned out, you know, he just really had uh, some soulmates. (laughs) (laughs) Seven soulmates had nothing to do with the Thunderbolts. We were, we were off on that one. (laughs) A little bit, a little bit, Um, but they did announce what the lineup for the Thunderbolts looked like. And it was kind of as expected because everyone was kind of assuming that Julia Louis-Dreyfus's Valentina Allegra Del Fontaine character was bringing up the group um was recruiting so if you've been watching these mcu shows a lot of them on the disney plus shows but a lot of them are coming from the movies as well um they um she's been recruiting and that's exactly what it is so you can almost call this black widow too in a way because we have red guardian played by david harper um from black widow we have ghost from ant-man 2 mm-hmm. that's the only time she's popped up right yes for sure all right so red guardian ghost john walker from uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Bucky Barnes from Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Yelena Belova from Black Widow, and Hawkeye, and Taskmaster from Black Widow is returning to the MCU. Did you get them all? I think you got them all. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's who's on this list. They did confirm that uh, Olga, which I can't, Kurilenko, mm-hmm. will be reprising her role, and they said she'll be in the suit for Taskmaster. Because yeah. you know, if you watch Black Widow, she was not in that suit until they took off the mask. <laughs> right. That was one of our complaints. Um, you watch them change the suit in the part where she was going to take off the mask in that movie to show, oh, nope, that's a woman that's in that suit, but it hasn't been this whole movie. I did notice from the concept art, though, which just you, you could chuck it up to maybe just concept art, but they did make that Taskmaster helmet look closer to comic accurate, which would be nice if they actually mm-hmm. do that. Um, but we'll see what happens there. That's neither here nor there. Uh, as far as the lineup's concerned, a lot of names there that you expected, a couple surprises, like nobody really knew any, that, that Red Guardian would be in, in this lineup. Um, who was or the other? Taskmaster. Or Taskmaster. Yeah, no one was sure that it would be Taskmaster. Like you said, Abomination was uh, heavily rumored. Heavily rumored. And also Red Hulk, who mm. unfortunately, you know, um, that actor passed. So that, that couldn't happen. Um, so, yeah, a little little kind of names. Some names we expected, some we didn't. The main thing I noticed is, man, it's kind of weird that we got what is it one two three three super soldiers mm-hmm. we got winter soldier red guardian and uh u.s agent and then we got two black widows one is taskmaster and one is yelena mm-hmm. and then you have ghost on the other side so really you have five members with about like a very similar power set Yes, and like yep. one one who's different that's a little strange to me isn't it yes um like you have a team of five of the six members can all basically do the same thing they're fighters they just fight correct now this is great for us if you if you're into street level if that's what that movie's going to be like a street level fight movie great but if they have to take on some powerful super villain who can shoot anything what are these five super soldiers going to do against like a mega powered you know what i mean captain yeah. america works on the avengers because he complements other uh 
other characters who have different power sets than him. But you basically just gave me five Captain Americas yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Ghost. Um, Which so, I don't even remember what Ghost does. Right. She like phases in and out of stuff. I don't know. I think it's it's been a while since I've seen that movie. But yeah. I mean, this might not be the final roster. Maybe depending on what happens in She-Hulk, you do add Abomination. Um I don't know, but, but even his I, his power is smashing stuff, so it's not yeah, that much different, right? It's not that much, you don't have, yeah. So I'm I'm definitely interested in that movie. I, I'm I think it's a cool concept, but it's a, it's kind of a weird lineup, weird team, a little bit, a little bit. But I'm like I said, it's nice to see them using a lot of these characters that you forgot about, like ghosts that are still hanging out in the corners of the MCU and don't have a place to be. There's no real Avengers right now. I think Kevin Feige announced that basically there is no Avengers right now. There's no group that's sanctioned after Endgame, So like the Avengers don't really exist. And these are characters that really wouldn't be part of the Avengers. So it's definitely interesting to see and should be a good time. Yeah. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I'm down for it. And then, as you said, the last thing that they talked about at the show was the Marvels, which is set to come out. I think they moved the dates around. It was supposed to be February, but they switched that with Ant-Man, didn't they? They might have. The dates have moved so many times now, so I'm not even sure. Uh, but yeah, it's on the horizon. So we got the the in-studio or in the at the convention, they got the first look at the Marvels. We did not get that, but we did get some uh, plot point leaks. That came up basically saying what that movie is going to be about. And it's basically about Carol Danvers, Monica Rambeau, and Camilla Khan switch places because their powers are entangled. Supposedly it looks like a lot of fun, according to Empire Magazine. Um, <laughs> but outside of that, it's kind of that that plot synopsis to me is kind of disappointing. Now, I guess we saw at the end of Miss Marvel, like the last tag was that Kamala Khan went to use her powers and then turned into Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. and was like what's going on as she comes out of the closet and you're just like okay cool i don't know what this means so apparently that has a lot to do with this movie's gonna be of them switching places whenever they use their powers i was expecting for the marvels what i was excited about which is going to contradict what i said earlier but i was excited about the idea of a big space war going on like i didn't expect that small of a plot for the Marvels. I thought Marvels like this really seems like it's going to be a very contained. I just felt like the Marvels had enough going on. And with Captain Marvel always kind of doing bigger things, I expected a bigger movie out of this and hearing that plot makes me think we're not getting a big movie. Yeah. It does kind of sound like a little niche, like plot kind of, doesn't it? Yeah. Like a trading places goes Marvel or something. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, Friday. Yeah, totally. I, I'm not sure what it's going to mean in the long run. Maybe it will be a big epic movie, and that's just like yeah. what they're giving us now. They they don't want to give away too much about what's going to happen. But yeah, it's it's a little strange. Um, I guess it is going straight from the end of Miss Marvel into the Marvels. Yeah. So those of you who watch Miss Marvel, you, you know exactly where this movie's going to start. But um, a little strange. Well, a lot of people didn't watch Miss Marvel. <laughs> Well, maybe they will now that they know that it's going to lead straight into uh, the Marvels if they're interested. So uh, we'll see on that one. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm overly excited for it, but again, it's in the MCU and I give everything in the MCU its fair shake. Of course. And I'm sure the Marvels will be the same. 
I 100% believe that. So before we wrap up today, do you have any final thoughts on anything we uh, didn't talk about? Because like I said, they made a lot of announcements talking about a lot of shows, talked about a little bit the Armory Wars, talked about some uh, Echo and Daredevil a little bit, but nothing was really announced. It was just more, hey, we're really excited. Yeah. Anything well, jump out that we didn't talk about? Just a couple things. Like it's funny that Armor Wars was talked about again, but no footage, no nothing. And they already announced that movie like last year the same way. No footage, yeah. no nothing. So like in a year you've you've given us nothing on that, just basically saying this is still coming out, don't worry. Um, but I guess that is gonna come straight off of whatever happens in Secret Invasion is gonna affect Armor Wars. Yeah, so, and you saw what's his face, Rhodes. Don Don Cheadle. Don yeah. Cheadle was in the trailer for Secret Invasion, so it would make sense that it'll come right off of that yeah so they're going to be intertwined definitely uh they gave the crowd there a little more information on black panther um and iron heart which i guess will spin off of black panther because iron heart is in black panther oh, really yeah ryan coogler is also going to executive produce iron heart because that character is in black panther so that that's cool um yeah I like ryan coogler yeah, he's he hopefully Black Panther. I'm excited for that one still. Um what else did we have? A little Daredevil. Nothing really too much came out of that. They couldn't say much, but I know um that Vincent D'Onofrio and why can't I think of his Charlie name? Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox, yes, appeared on stage together. So that was a fun some fun pictures to see them coming out. Um Charlie Cox did say a few things like talking about someone asked him a question i think if slapstick daredevil would work and he was like no i don't i don't think a slapstick daredevil would work it wouldn't be true to like the source material and i was like yes that means good things for, for right. daredevil born again please don't do that right. um, so that's exciting um the main one of the main things i got out of this was the captain america no or new world order uh villain was announced New world. Stop seeing Hulk Hogan walking out with that belt. Hulk Hogan. New, new, new world order. Oh sorry, no! Sorry. You're gonna have to remind me because I can't remember this guy's name, and I do not have it in front of me. Um, he played the character in The Incredible Hulk, and he's going to reprise the role. The character is the leader, of course. The actor's name I do not have right in front of me, but it's been 14 years since we've seen him in The Incredible <laughs> yeah. Hulk. Um, and it's so cool to me that they are finally tying up that loose end. Um, as him Tim, being announced as what Tim is it? Blake, Tim Blake Nelson. Okay, yes, there it is. Tim Blake Nelson. So him being announced as the leader in his leader form now for Captain America and being the main uh antagonist for that movie is so freaking cool. Um, just and and this is going into She-Hulk too, like we're getting abomination in that and they're making jokes about the Edward Norton movie and now the leader's coming in. Like the M's Marvel finally acknowledging the Incredible Hulk as existing, which they didn't do for 14 years is I think great. Like it's amazing to me. I I think that movie's fantastic and gets a bad rep, the Incredible Hulk movie. So to see all this kind of come full circle and like it be so Hulk heavy now and putting the leader in this movie. And it just kind of feels like maybe they're leading to more Hulk stuff in the future. Yeah. Um, I think that's really cool. And I think that's going to be really fun. So yeah, man, just things like that. Anything to you pop out. 
I'm nothing really oh, else. Man. I think I hit all of the the moments that kind of really excited me that I'm aware of that popped out. Um, <clears throat> I'm I'm here for everything that they talked about. So I would have liked to see some Ironheart, you know, footage and stuff and seeing where that ties in. But they didn't want to share that with the with the world. So I'm just kind of waiting for the next drip of Marvel information and patiently waiting for that fantastic forecast. <laughs> yeah, when are we gonna get it? Who knows? Uh, who knows and who cares but yeah we know we're getting loki season two we know we're getting echo we know we're getting daredevil um ready for quantumania and get bring king back on my in front of my eyes so a lot, lot of exciting stuff hopefully it can pay off as we hearing, push into phase five phase five hearing that loki season two is also going to be very king heavy is fun i mean um that that warms my heart to hear that so the more king the better yeah, and Loki season two is next year, right? Is it? I'm not I sure. I think so. I'd have to go look back at that timeline. Give but it to me. We're we are ready as always for some MCU, and we will be here talking about it. But I think that's going to do it for us this week. So for Raise the Geek, I'm Chris, and I'm Don. And thanks for checking out the show, where geek is all we speak. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta leave that in.